That's a good question. Um, look, uh, how did we do it? Um, I suppose winning eight, eight or nine rounds, I think, was it? Uh, um, I think there was something like six, seven uh, hundred teams in the in the competition. Um, and I suppose like getting out of your own county can be hard uh, once once you do that. I think our first uh, game was away to Wexford, uh, down in Wexford. So we did it the hard way. We had a lot of away games. And then ultimately, like when you when you play a team of the calibre of St. Michael's in a final, you know that you're up against uh, a team with huge calibre and, and huge history. So um, the game obviously was very tight, went to extra time. And ultimately, like when you have players of our quality, um, both in goal and obviously went taking the, the spot kicks, um, you know, it made for a, a recipe for success, you know. Um, you mentioned there that, you know, our community um, is yeah, multifaceted, you know, and I suppose like um, being involved in the hurling club myself, um, it's it's hard to do all, all of it, but ultimately like our club, our community is unique in that we've been successful in, in both uh, hurling and in soccer and we've two uh, massively distinguished clubs but in both codes so um, we just have great people involved in our community and I suppose that's where it, that's what that's what, that's the that's the recipe and, and, and long may it continue. I know not for a second to take away from the achievement of any single player on that squad because you possibly couldn't but even John just on that mention of, of the dual mandate we often speak about how it's dying out in Gaelic games but when you're playing hurling at the highest possible level and you have to look at Kevin Hartnett and what he's given to Clare over the years and what especially he's given to me like and to try and combine that with the elitism that is Newmarket Celtic Football Club did you find that a challenge uh, at times like in particularly John you even had international duty last year like how did you cobble it all together? Yeah well look um, it's been difficult but ultimately the understanding that uh, both coaches have had in, in, in both codes has been ultimately the key um, I suppose I'm playing both sports a long time and the understanding may not have been as uh, strong years and years ago uh, when I started out, but nowadays I think player welfare is, 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 is to the fore and ultimately your managers are, are basically um, what, they're, what they're, their main um, goal is to get you right and get you on a pitch, um, whereas before it would be how many training sessions can you do, whereas nowadays I think they know like that if you're off playing another code, like it's not like you're, you're, um, you're dossing, you're... You're, you're playing at a high level as well. Um, look, um, we've been lucky to be enough to have been successful. Obviously, you can be more successful. Um, but um, I suppose, how do we do it? Understanding. Um, I think uh, they're very forward thinking. And, and thankfully, I've been lucky enough to be involved at uh, uh, both codes at a high level, you know. No, I know you speak about momentum and we have to just look and take it into account once again, everything that's won the FAI Junior Cup. Then you have the Tom Hand Cup, Winners' Cup, when you're beating the intermediate champions, which is a whole other scale of achievement in itself, to go then win the President's Cup by beating uh, beating Derg FC of Tyrone. And to even you know, win your own league on top of that just shows the endurance that's in each and every uh, one of those players. You said there in the chamber that at the start of the year you promised to work as hard as you possibly could for each other. And that sounds like a target that was set. But did you ever, in your wildest dreams, imagine that you'd be looking like a trophy hall like that? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't think that we'd we'd, ha- we'd have won what we've won uh, every year. Obviously, we always look at um, domestic honours, and I think you know we've been lucky enough to win nine cups in a row. And I actually won nine leagues, albeit not in a row. But um, you know that's a fair fair haul, really. Um, 
but uh, ultimately, I mentioned in the in the, in the chamber, it's about perseverance, about about coming back every year. Um, and I suppose one thing that the FEI Junior Cup has has done is it's provided us with the opportunity to obviously win uh, one-off games like the the Tom Hand Cup and the President's Cup, and even the Tom Hand we played against Rockmount FC. They have five. Uh, amateur internationals on their team like and I know them well from from playing with them they're uh, back-to-back intermediate champions intermediate football is obviously a step up from junior football so to beat them in a game like really just proves just how strong junior football is and, and how strong we are um, then to beat Derg View in uh, I suppose an all-Ireland junior uh, one-off game um, is another massive achievement and like we're playing the Munster Champions Cup final in a in a month or so as well. So we've had massive uh, kind of bonuses on the back of the FEI Junior Cup and winning our own league. And, you know, these are one-off games, but one, one of the reasons they're one-off is it's it's only the team that wins these competitions can actually play in them. So that's the bonus that, that is that comes with it. And even after the, the Tom Hand and the President's Cup, I, I kind of said to the players like that, you do realise like that, in order to get back to playing, not even just playing, but to win these, you actually have to win the FEI Junior Cup again, which is no mean feat. And obviously we're not in the competition this year, but I don't think many teams have won back-to-back since the 90s. So it's uh, really hard. I think Sheriff might have done it recently, but it's next to near impossible, you know. When you put it like that, it really emphasizes how, you know, you can't take those games for granted. But when you have that opportunity... And that was another point that came up here. And we'll even just quickly go back to the FAI Junior Cup final. And that was obviously on the same day in Limerick City as Clare and Limerick in the Munster Hurling, which was actually the, the landmark standout game in the championship that year. And so many young fans, so many fans from across the county chose to come out and support Newmarket Celtic on that evening. And to have a civic reception here today, while it might not be a national or domestic trophy, but to actually have county-wide your honours recognised and the highest honour that you can be bestowed by Clare County Council. What does that actually mean to you? Yeah, it means a lot. Um, I actually remember uh, the day of the final, actually, I have this kind of thing where I've, I, I like to go to matches on my own. It's just a thing where I just like to keep my own headspace. And I remember talking to people even before that whose plan was basically to go to the FEI and then go over to the Gaelic grounds after, but the, us going to extra time put paid to those. So people had a conundrum, like, were they going to leave the soccer early and go to the hurling? And I think a lot of people stayed, in fairness, and thankfully we, we rewarded them for that. Um, and, like, yeah, I suppose, like, you know, uh, the civic reception is just, I suppose, the icing on the cake. Um, you know, you don't uh, play sport in order to uh, have days like these. These are just things that come along as a result. Um, but all still, still they're, they're really important. And to have someone like... Uh, our president, um, Councillor Pat McMahon, um, you could see there that that day was uh, just as special for him. I know he's retiring next year, and uh, you know it's a great day for him and a, and a great, um, I suppose, uh, reward for all of the work that he does as a councillor, but also more importantly for Newmarket Celtic and the wider community. Newmarket Celtic manager Paddy Purcell, Paddy, the whole county and the country will be looking at your trophy cabinet with envy. You set targets out at the start of the year. Could you ever have imagined that you'd have a year like this? Not really. I suppose it was my first year in management. I knew a lot of the players haven't played with them. I knew what they were capable of and what the potential was within the group. But in all honesty, I couldn't have imagined uh, how things have gone in relation to the success we've had. The young players coming through, 
the fact that some of the older lads have been around for some time bought into what we were trying to do in terms of the standards we were trying to set and how we wanted to apply ourselves and all those various different things. So you're right, I just couldn't have, not in a million years could I imagine it. But at the same time, you know, hard work and you, you keep working hard. You say the luckier you get, right? And we, we did work very hard and it's a testament to a lot of lads that are there for, for many, many years. And just on that point, you mentioned that and you can see what it means to the likes of your fans that turned out here in great numbers, your president, Pat McMahon, who wore his heart in his sleeve this, this evening. And you know, the effort that's put in by volunteers as well to keep your pitches and your facilities maintained throughout the year, keep the jerseys watched, even the very small things. How far does it go? Oh, it runs deep, to be honest with you. It runs very, very deep. And I guess we're not unique in that respect, right? Many, many teams across the county and across the various codes that people are playing in need that base of support. People who are, you know, maintaining the pitches, doing all that hard work, uh, you know, getting the gear ready, getting the equipment ready, making sure we have the equipment we need. Um, those people are, you know, just the most important people in the whole process because without them, you don't really have anything. And without their work over the years, for all the clubs that are around for many, many years, without the, the founding work that was done, you don't get to celebrate the successes because you just don't have them. So I think it's uh, the same for a lot of clubs, but we have fantastic people involved who for many, many years are spending many hours every week putting in a lot of t time and effort. And they're doing it for the community, they're doing it for the club themselves, uh, they're doing it for the players, they're doing it for the young players coming through. And uh, all the things that have happened in the last number of years are as a, res a result of that. And uh, it makes you very proud right, when you see those things. And of course, it, it's going to be a tough act to follow. It's the most successful season any Clare, any club in Clare has ever had. It's the most successful season in Newmarket Celtic's 56-year history. And attention's now turned another month's time to another shot at provincial success in the Munster Champions Trophy. How do you go about you know, preparing the players for that when like, they're going to be exhausted with the season that they've put down. How do you go about getting the, the mind refocused and your attentions back to, all right, we've got to get on the field again? I think you're always looking at the dynamic of the group and, you know, you're dealing with injuries and you're dealing with player fatigue and various different things throughout the season. And, you know, hopefully the mindset of success, breeding success can, 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 can follow through. But equally, there's a good balance amongst the group where there's some younger lads, as I mentioned, coming through. And what we're trying to balance is the peop those young fellas who've had success in, in recent times and helping them understand that that's not common, right? Some people go their whole careers without having success. And you're trying to reinforce that with them so they recognise the importance of recalibrating ahead of these different competitions, keeping the hunger there, keeping the focus there. Um, and to be fair, it's, that's my job and it's the job of Steve Austin, Owen O'Brien and the lads involved in management, along with the captain, Owen Hayes, and, and some of the senior players to, to kind of keep that consistency there. And... As I say, that's the one thing we, we're lucky we have. We have a big squad, so it helps us. You know, when lads need downtime, they get the downtime. Um, when we can, you know, pull lads through who need some game time themselves, and we can balance it quite well. So I think the mix of players is what um, has enabled us to kind of continue um, in this kind of transition that we're in over the last season and a half. So we are in a bit of a transition where some of our more senior players have retired, some of the young players are coming through, and that dynamic itself has actually worked really well for us. So there's a good mix of making sure those lads don't, don't realise that, well, this doesn't happen every day of the week and you need to fight for it and you need to work hard for it. And as I said at the start there, if you work hard, you know, who knows what's possible.
And just on that transition and to quickly finish up, you must have been extremely proud of that over the years, over the year, my apologies, because it, you know you could see when you were when some games on your way to league success or the FAI junior success, there might have been some usual suspects that were at the end of playmaking, at the end of the goals. And then when we see you're in the Tom Hand final and the President's Cup final, we see, for example, Ethan Fitzgerald scoring a breath, which might not have been, a, have been a name that would have cropped up so much. And particularly now, because of your other commitments and one-off competitions, you're you are a couple of games behind in the fixtures for the CDSL how important is that squad depth going to be? It's going to be hugely important um, we saw that last year you see it in each season you know if, you're, if your squad is too thin and if you are successful in different competitions and it prolongs your year you know you do have some form of a fixture backlog normally towards the end of the season so having a squad that's depth you know good depth amongst them um, without having that it can be really challenging right I mean last year after the success in, in the FEI and you know coming runners up in the Munster Junior, we had to dust ourselves down. And I think we had another six or seven games in the preceding uh, following weeks, right? And that was a hard thing to do. But without the strength and depth of the squad that we had, we wouldn't have been able to do it. And it's kind of similar again this year. Uh, we've a few lads, you know, picked up knocks and injuries and stuff. And it's really the depth of your squad and trying to be able to pull on them when you need them because going in those you know far in those further competitions, it's week in week out. So your training has to be bang on point your preparation for the matches and you know if you don't have a decent sized squad it can be difficult to manage the uh, the different you know um, priorities that, that people have right so yeah I think it's paramount to success if you can get a squad that's consistent uh, a good sized squad where people are buying into it even at times and maybe not everybody can get the equal amount of game time uh, and keeping everybody kind of encouraged and enthusiastic and balancing those things is hopefully what I've seen for us anyways brought us to success and hopefully we can continue that. Lean. Vice Chairperson and Public Relations Officer with Newmarket Celtic, you've been a stalwart of the club for many a year. What does a day like this mean to have the highest honour Clare County Council can bestow on you for the achievements of your football club? Yeah, I suppose, look, we're, we're absolutely honoured is the appropriate word. I mean, it's, uh, it's seldom enough soccer clubs achieve what we've achieved um, in this county especially and, and uh, you know, not since the Oscar Trainer team, I think that uh, we have seen a, a team from football and circles get honoured in such a way so I mean to be the first club to win an FEI Junior Cup we've had a great uh, I suppose year of it celebrating and, and I suppose this is culminating tonight in, in a fantastic honour the highest honour in the county to bestow on us so it's uh, it's a great achievement for not only the club but the people in America and Fergus. It just shows the ethos and you know, the dedication of the players as well because I know look while there's full communities and families and all supporters behind them the lads that are here are already talking about training tomorrow morning. Yeah, funnily enough, they're actually going training after the event. So, um, you know, I suppose you talk about ethos. You know, we're here tonight to celebrate their achievements from last year. And, you know, we were only a kick of a penalty away from adding a Munster Junior to that. Um, but I suppose the ethos was formed a long, long time ago and put in place by many, many people. And I suppose in all that time, if you had said, would we win an FEI Junior Cup? Probably not. But the foundations were being laid to, to eventually get there sometime or to compete um, and you know it just proves that the talent is in Clare if it's not just Newmarket it's other clubs and you know I suppose we've laid the groundwork now it's for others to go and follow and, and to try and you know win that title as well and the, the, I suppose the, the, the wall has been broken down and, and look, we'll definitely be always trying to, to compete for major trophies and the hard work will never stop and, and uh, I suppose that's what our foundation the club is built on.
And just finally, Liam, I mean, you can go into almost any village or town in Clare or in Ireland for that matter, and you know the distinct identity and culture straight away, whether it's hurling, Gaelic football or soccer. Your market is unique in the fact that you come in and the blue is flying prominently, but the red and white is very much there as well. And as Owen Hayes poignantly put it this evening, from so many supporters of Newmarket Celtic winning these games, and we can see that emotion in Pat McMahon and these achievements are the best days in so many club volunteers and so many fans' lives. So just when you take that into account and see the happiness that brought people this evening, how do you sum it all up? Yeah, look, I, I touched on it there when we were talking inside. I mean, look, Newmarket and Fergus is a great sport and village, um, whether it's red or blue. You know, we always get behind each other, and, and I suppose, you know, in, in, in all of our success, great credit has to go to, I suppose, a lot of people in terms of having the foresight, you know, to work together because, you know, primarily we would have always been successful in the GA field and, and I suppose the soccer club came along and, and, you know, people were you know making inwards there and, and, you know, we had to work together to make it a success and, and both clubs are flying now, thank, thank God. Um, but, you know, that's all backed up by the people in the market and the support both clubs get and primarily, you know, the soccer club we're well supported when it comes to fundraising and, and you know you know volunteers and things like that you know we we, are, we never have to go far to be well supported by our own and, and uh, you know they've, they've given us every year they always support us and, and you know this year was it was great to give something back to them